You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy, the Denver Gazette, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, it is Monday uh, after the game. My laptop is broken. It is at a, it is at a shop somewhere being fixed, but um, the Broncos stink, Nick, and I don't need a laptop to, uh, to have that opinion. They're just bad. Um, I don't, I don't. I don't know what the solution is either, Nick. I, I don't know what your reaction is to the game. And look, the Titans are a good football team. We knew that going into that. Uh, but it just felt like another game, Nick, that the Broncos had every opportunity to win. They even jump out to a 10-0 lead. They're playing some of the best football, I thought, that they had played all season in the first half, really that second quarter. And uh, they just kind of fall apart. Offense, you know, su- suffers some injuries. We'll dive into that a little bit later and what that means going forward. But Nick, just what was your reaction? It just was. It just felt uh, just another disappointing loss, and and what's really been a disappointing season. Well, really disappointing, and I'm wondering. You're talking about your laptop and your level of frustration. I'm wondering, was there a moment in the game or after the game that one George Story decided to, I don't know, take out his frustrations of the Broncos <laughs> on his computer? <laughs> we still are yet to know, but we'll find out shortly. But. Yeah, it was really uh, disappointing to see uh, the outcome. And you know what, George? I am not as uh, angry and as frustrated as uh, most individuals are, and here's why. We've known that this team is, you know, was going to have this issue, or they've had their issues for a while. So when we watch it on Sunday and we see what the outcome is, we're not really too surprised, even though for some they are overly frustrated at the outcome of the game. Think about what how the game started. Jerry Judy injures his ankle. There was something on Twitter about it was Achilles or whatever. We don't know yet, so there's no need to speculate. He goes down in the game. Kwan Williams goes down in the game. Then we have uh, Luke Wattenberg who has to come in because Graham Glasgow, who was coming in for Lord Cushenberry, he goes out in the game. And then Billy Turner, a guy who we didn't really see too much of the preseason or even uh, early on in the season, he finally comes back. He goes down in the game, and you're thinking, what can happen next? I know they have this thing called, what is it called? What is it? Is it, it, uh, is it what, what was it? Anything that can happen will happen, right? And that's kind of the thing that happens with, with the Broncos. So I'm pulling my emotions out of this, George, so I don't have to uh, pull my hair. I do have hair under this cap, but I love my hair, so I'm not going to pull it out. But once again, just another frustrating outcome on behalf of the Broncos. Yeah. And, and uh, here's the thing, like 
you can go back and forth on, you know, Russell, you know, isn't playing good, which is true. He's not playing good. Uh, you know, blame Hackett. And, and honestly, we'll dive into this later, but like, I, I think he, his job is on the line these next couple of weeks. Like, I, I think that it's starting to trend in that direction if it's not already on the line. Um, but when you have the amount of injuries that this team has had this season, like it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about Garrett Bowles, uh, Javante Williams, Tim Patrick, um, you know, Randy Gregory, Baron Browning, Justin Simmons, uh, Caden Stearns. I mean, you, you, the offensive line is just decimated. I mean, they had guys out there. You had a rookie center out there at the end of the game. Uh, you've got Calvin Anderson, who's really like the third or fourth string tackle at left tackle. Uh, you've got Dalton Reisner and Quinn Miners, who are, who are actual starters. Uh, and then you've got Quinn Bailey, the third, the other like fourth, fifth string really tackle over there on the right side. It's like the, 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 they were never going to win that game with that amount of injuries. And it was very clear in the second half, the offense just couldn't move the ball. And, and Nick, the, the problem that, and I guess the part that that's probably disappointing for Broncos fans is it's not going to get better. Like, I think there was this hope that may, maybe they could turn it around. Maybe they can win some games. And, and I mean, you, even you and I talked about it. They go beat the Titans, right? You get the Raiders at home who are really bad. They're playing really bad football right now. Uh, you know, you, you get the Panthers on the road, a team that you should probably beat. And all of a sudden you're looking at maybe, you know, making a push. The problem is, Nick, I don't see it getting better, right? Like, I, I just, there's there, there hasn't been a whole lot of improvement as it is, but then you add the injuries on top. And it's like, man, this season to me, we we it's it's reached the it's not lost because it's never lost, right? Guys can get better. You can play other guys. You know, guys are playing for contracts, right? That that all of that. But to me, in terms of the goals for this season, it is lost in terms of reaching the playoffs. And maybe that's a a, a bad outlook. But you look at the situation, and I just don't know how they're going to get better. And even you know, after the game, we heard from some of the players, and it just felt like they've they're just they're down, man. They're they're They are, I'm not saying they're giving up, but I think they've reached a new frustration level. Yeah, they have. And that, that's the first thing that I noticed uh, listening to Russell talk and a lot of the other guys speak. I mean, even though the Broncos have lost games of uh, the season, we, we go back to that Colts game, which uh, everyone was just like, what the heck happened? The guys were upset, but this was a certain type of deflation that I hadn't seen in a while, and even Russell himself, and we'll get into that much later, he didn't really sound like himself. And this is the one thing that you have to try to avoid if you're a player and if you are a head coach, and we don't know exactly what's going to be the status of the thing hacking moving forward, but you don't want to fall into that trend because once you start to embrace losing and you start to say this to yourself, and you probably heard people say it before, man, if it wasn't for bad luck, I would have none. The moment you utter those words, you've had, you've embraced bad luck. So you are now telling Mr. Universe, send me a tsunami wave of bad luck, and they need to change that. I had a conversation with some, someone yesterday, and it was like, well, the Broncos are losing. Ruff is, Russ has already taken it on the chin because he's been so optimistic with the team and their struggles, and we know what he sounded like yesterday. But it was like, well, hey, Russ – should not come out and be a very jovial person in that locker room because if I'm in a locker room, I want to sock him in his mouth. I say, first and foremost, that's the wrong approach to take. 
if the team is struggling, you still need your leaders to speak highly of the team and what the capabilities are. George, you say, well, I don't see this team getting any better and things turning around. The playoffs are a wash at this point, even a wild card. Let's be totally honest. It's about setting new goals for this team. And the first goal is win game number one. They did that two weeks ago against Jacksonville. They failed to do that on Sunday against the Titans. So the mindset is don't think about down the road. Don't think about what our record is going to be at the end of the season. Win one game at a time. It is a cliche saying, but it's always true. You have to start with the first game before you can move on. So the goals now reshifted or realigned is, you know what? Let's go out and see how many games we can win because at this point, everyone's against us. The only people who are with us are the people in the room. Will it be enough to save Nathaniel Hackett's job? That decision is not up to me. You are the fan base. That's up to two people, the Walden Penner family and that of George Payne. So we just have to wait to see how this plays out, George. Yeah, and I, I asked Hackett uh, after the game, and we'll play the audio here in a second, about the message moving forward. Because, like you said, you could sense the frustration among the team. And, and when you have you know, five of their six losses, I mean, we, we've harped on it a lot are one score games. I mean, it feels like every single game comes down to can the offense go down and, and either tie the game up or take the lead or, or whatever, right? Like it, that, that's been all of their losses. It's like, they can they go down and score to win the game? Like they've been in every situation. So I asked Hackett, you know, what's the message moving forward and what's that mood like in the locker room? Here's the audio from DenverBroncos.com. I mean, I think they see it. For me, it's about accountability. It's about holding myself accountable first, the coaches accountable, and the players accountable. As long as we point the things out that we can correct and get better on, and everybody understands what that is and what we need to do to be able to go on a run at some point during this season, um, I think they'll be able to stay together. I mean, that, that's what this is. We're teachers. We're out there trying to teach them how to be successful out on that field, and all we can do is continually teach, and then they go out there, and uh, they have the opportunities to make those plays. So we'll continue, continue that, uh, that message and uh, keep growing. Nick, what's your reaction to that? Because I, I have some thoughts, but I want to get your reaction from that or anything else that maybe stood out to you about what Hackett said after the game. Well, Hackett was uh, Coach Hackett was uh, absolutely right. Accountability. That's what we talked about when Vic Fangio was a head coach here. There was none. And I guess the frustrating part for not just me, but uh, several fans is that we, we continue to hear this narrative being paraded out there after the Broncos uh, drop a game. Okay, the offense needs to be better. I need to be better. We need to be better. Play call, we need to be better on third down. So it's like, all right, I get it, right? We've heard that enough. Now it's like, when will something actually happen that changes that narrative? So we see that it's actually changing because continuing to say that, George, it doesn't change anything. Everyone's like, oh, are we done? Are we done? You know, type of situation. So it's about going out there and executing. And being as though Coach Hackett is in a position where he's calling plays, he can definitely change the narrative himself based on the plays that he's calling, case in point. Or, or shall I say, Exhibit A. Exhibit A, how much was Greg Dosage utilized in the scheme? Not much. Chase Edmond was acquired in a trade for Bradley Chubb in Miami. How much was he utilized in the offense? Not much. And when we did see Chase get the ball, 
he had a good run. And I'm like, yes, let's do more of that. Jalen Berger, who hasn't played the entire season. Jerry Judy goes down. This is the first time he was activated, George. He scores his first touchdown as, as a professional wide receiver in the NFL. Did we see any more Jalen Berger? I don't. I didn't see any more. So this is where the level of frustration comes in. And when you stand to the podium and say accountability, a light bulb goes off in the minds of many people in Broncos country. It's like, okay, we've heard the word, but what does it really mean? So that's the thing that makes it so frustrated, frustrating for a fan. Yeah, I, here's here's my takeaway from from Hackett. He's run out of answers, uh, and I don't. I'm not sure he's really had any most of the season, right? Like when when it's asked, you know, what's the problem? You know, it's it's oh, it's third down. It's like okay, but how are you going to fix, you know, the third down problem? Like th- there's not an answer there. And so when I asked that question. Like I wanted to hear something about how they're going to fix it. Uh, but it was, uh, we're going to continue to keep doing what we're doing. It's like, well, that's not working, right? Like that's clearly like not working for you guys. So maybe like there's like, hey, we need to reset. We need to think about doing something different, right? Maybe uh, give, he needs to give up play calling. I don't know. Everybody wants him to do that. I, I don't know if that's the answer or not. But like it, it, it's now it reached a point where Hackett has got to start fixing some of this stuff. Otherwise, I really think there's a chance that he's a one and done. And I'm ta- I think there's a chance he goes and loses to the Raiders next week and or turns around and loses to the Panthers. Like this this place is going to turn on him quick. I don't know if they'll fire him in season, but it's just reached a point where I'm like I really like Nate. I think he's a good dude and everything and and I I really uh appreciate, you know, the stuff he says with the media a lot, but like it's reached a point where I just don't know how you overcome some of this. And again, it sounds like he doesn't have a lot of answers. And like you said, they're getting some of these different guys. They're not getting involved. Like it just, and at some point too, like we've always debated, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it Russell Wilson? Is it Hackett's fault? Is it the personnel, which I would still argue that the roster just isn't good enough right now. I don't know if they have enough playmakers, but they're also historically on pace to be the worst offense in the NFL era. Like that, they're like, that just doesn't happen. So like you can't, justify keeping him if it continues to go on this pace and like we said last week nick all we wanted to see is improvement right if they would if they would have gone out there and lost i don't know even 27 24 but they were able to move the ball up and down the field and they scored some points i can live with that but we have yet to see them improve at all on offense i mean i still argue that maybe their best offensive game was the first one against seattle where they should have scored you know four touchdowns, but they fumbled the two, you know, the one yard line twice. So I, I don't know, Nick, I, I, the Hackett situation is, is going to be interesting. And I also have some thoughts. We have to take a break in a second, but I have some thoughts about the locker room that also is maybe a, not a great indication of, of Hackett and, and what's going on and, and just honestly players being bought in right now. And I, I can jump into that after this, after this break, but do you have any more thoughts on Hackett as I just went on a tirade there? <laughs> very understandable uh george and i guess that's the problem with the situation i always tell my kids you know don't bring me problems bring me solutions and right now we know the obvious when we, let's take a quick look at uh the game results penalties the broncos eight for 50 right you look third down four for 17 george four for 17 that's not a great place you want to be 
So once again, going back to the narrative, flashing lights, accountability, you call the plays, something's not working, you have the ability to change it, right? And the Broncos had two weeks to prepare for this game. And we all thought that there was going to be significant changes. Things were going to look significantly different. But the results are the same. And you know, just like I know and Coach Hackett knows, that offensive line, you could say beat up or not being uh, efficient or adequate from a personnel standpoint, you know what you have. You've known what you've had for a long time. And because of that, you try to change some of the things that you're doing on offense to offset some of those offensive line woes, but that too hasn't happened. So right. where does the team go from here? We'll tell you that right after the break. <laughs> 